You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. The heart of this program is to call God's people to repentance and proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. Isaac with the Voice of Revival. Welcome to a new program. We are in season two. This is episode five. We are talking about woke or wake up. Today we're going to talk about what the Bible says about is being woke biblical or what does really does it mean to be to wake up? There's a great wake up call to the church and the leaders and those who are bracing this antichrist worldview to understand wokeness, to understand what we're hearing with this cancel culture through social media, through media. This is where it's all coming from. It's all coming from media. Media wants to not only wants to brainwash us, but wants to control what is being said. This is censorship. That is, I'm going to be talking about the war on censorship in these next podcasts. This is a very important topic. Not only is this an important topic, what I'm presenting is different than what you're going to hear on other podcasts. You're going to hear a lot of this from conservative talk radio show. You're going to hear this on other programs, other podcast people that are uh, talking about politics and all this. But who's really speaking about what the Bible says? And how does this relate to the end times? How does this relate to the how does this relate to revival? How does this relate to the days that we're living in? People have no direction. The church is lost because we don't have voices that are listening to what God is saying and telling the church what we must do. So we've been listening to a lot of we we we're confused because we listen to so much social media. We listen to what others say, and we're not going to the Word of God for ourselves. We're not seeking the truth for ourselves. We want someone else to go and do the research, and that's what I'm doing here. I do the research. I'm I'm going and finding out what's going on so we can inform you, but why don't you do it? Why don't you rise up? We need more. We need truth crusaders. We need those who will speak the truth and not back down. This is the remnant rising. I'm going to be talking about the remnant rising, how important it is in today, why we need the rising of the remnant. So this is episode, this is episode five. This is episode five talking about woke versus wake up. We're going to be looking at it from a biblical perspective. What does the word of God say? 
so what exactly was woke we talked about? It is a it is a it is a theory. It is a ideology. It is a movement that wants to cancel anything that opposes its view, their view for social justice, their view for equality, their view for racism. They want to cancel anybody that does not agree with them. There's no open debate or discussion. They're right and you're wrong. There's no there's no room for discussion. There's no room to speak about this. So they really don't want to speak about. They're really not about equality. They're not really about uh, social justice. They're about power. This is all about power. And you can look at all the movements that are coming up. And I'm going to tell you this. Jesus is the opposite of that. Jesus, the kingdom of God, is completely opposite. Because the kingdom of God says, well, love your enemies. Do good to those who persecute you. It says, don't don't be conformed by this world. Be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In fact, that's where we're going to turn to. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Now we're going to get into the word of God. You see, I'm not here to debate. I'm not here to fight. I'm here to give you truth. You can hear the truth, you can want the truth, and the only thing that's going to set you free is truth. Look what it says in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Be renewed in your mind. We got wrong thinking. A lot of these ideologies are wrong thinking because this whole chapter is talking about how as Christians, how we should behave, how we should what kind of behavior we should have in, in society. What are we supposed to be doing? How are we supposed to act? So I want to talk about why is cancel culture, why is wokeism not biblical? First of all, a cancel culture wants to replace God as judge. James chapter 4, verse 11. James, the epistle of James, chapter 4, verse 11. After Hebrews, you find James, chapter 4, verse 11. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy who are you to judge one another? What did we say? Cancel culture wants to replace God as judge. It also, it keeps an account of wrongdoing. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 3. They really don't want to get to the, they don't really want to get down to the issue. They want you, they want to keep an account of wrong. Look at 
1 Corinthians 13, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 3 says this. This is talking about the chapter that talks about that that there are three, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these are love. And look what it says in verse 3. 1 Corinthians 13, 3 says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Though I bestow my goods and give feed the poor, we're talking about social justice. We're talking about social issues. We feed the poor. We take care. We, we, we champion our voices for, for social justice and equality. But if we have no love, it doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't profit you anything. And it goes on to tell us what love is. This is a different type of love. This is not just an emotional love that I love you or I love something because of, 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 of your attachment to it or emotion to it. No, this is a love that is unconditional. It loves you despite despite being misused or abused. This is agape, the agape love of God. And this is the kind of love that is going to conquer the world. This is the kind of love that will change the world. It is the same love that Christ has, agape. Remember, this is, this, this is the real love. When Christians really understand that this is our calling, then the world is going to change. Without love, we are like a sounding brass, a crack cymbal. 1 Corinthians 13.1. Look what it says. Though I speak with the tongues of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. You ever heard of clanging cymbal? It's like a crack cymbal. When you hit a crack cymbal, I'm 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 a musician. I um my background is music, and I've also played drums before. And we, you know, it gets to a point to where our cymbals are 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 become. There's a crack in our cymbal. When there's a crack in the cymbal, it no longer has a distinctive sound. It's a clinging sound. It's it doesn't have it doesn't have there's there's no there's no clarity to it no more it doesn't have a great sound and that is what happens he's he's given us a metaphor of how would it be for those who don't truly love who don't really give have agape for one another agape doesn't start with the world agape starts with god's people jesus said in john chapter 13 verse 34 through 35 this a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you in this in this matter in this way that people will know that you're my disciples if you have love one for another. That's the kind of love that Jesus is talking to. Cancel culture doesn't want you to love, but hate and hate breeds violence. What is going to win the world over? Not hate, but God's love, his agape. Cancel culture wants to expose, expand, and explode. 
Wokeism is rooted in exposure. If we don't like something, we boycott it and others to join us. And we want others to join us. It's us against them. It's us and them. It's either you are with me or against me. Then they create an uproar and a movement to the max to destroy it and cause collateral damage. You'll see you'll see this take place in what the one who was with the Mandalorian that she was fired because of what she said on social media. This is called cancel culture. Today our culture is about quick to speak and take an action without wanting to listen. Look at James chapter 1 verse 19. James chapter 1 Verse 19, it says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Be swift to hear. In other words, be quicker to listen, slow to speak. A lot of people want to speak their mind. This is social media to the max. Everybody has something to say, but not everyone is worth listening to because we're speaking our mind. But are we speaking in love? Are we speaking in truth? Are we making the right arguments? Are we doing it because we're angry and mad? Slow to wrath. Don't get angry. We need patience. This is why we need the fruit of the spirit. Because one of the fruit, one of the fruit of the spirit is patience. We are impatient people. We want things done now, and if we don't get our way, that type of cancel culture is rubbing into the church, and we need to be very careful of how that comes in. So, we need peacemakers. Cancel culture is about vengeance. I'm going to get back at that person who wronged me. I want revenge. I would do anything to destroy that person's life, reputation, get them fired, or completely make them pay for what they did. Isn't that today's society? Isn't that today's culture? Isn't that our society? Our young people today are mad. They're mad at the world. They want they want they want equality. They want justice. They want revenge of how they've been treated. But they don't want to do anything for it. They just want to sit around and receive it. They just want to do the little I can do in this world. And that's not going to cut it. Romans 12 verses 18 through 19. You are listening to the voice of revival. We are talking on episode five. We are talking. Is it biblical to be woke or to wake up? The biblical, what does the Bible say about cancel culture and an awakening? Which one, which one should we be doing? Being woke or wake up? Romans 12 verses 18 through 19. It says this, if, a, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. I like what it says here on verse 20. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, 
give him a drink. In, for in so doing, you will reap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Wow. This goes completely opposite of what they're teaching our culture today. We have the responsibility to be peacemakers. That instead of violence, we should be. What does it say here? Love your enemy. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. You know, Christians, we're the ones that are supposed to be taking care of the welfare of the world. We're called to feed them. We're called to give them to drink. Didn't Jesus say that it, that that when you fed them and you clothed them and you visit them in the prisons, that you did it unto me? The, the government is not responsible for that. God has called us as believers to do that. Not the culture, God's people. And this brings peace. This is how we show the love of Christ. The cancel culture leaves no room for mercy and Christians are joining in this circus. I said that we have become a society that is rooted in opinions instead of truth. We have elevated our opinions above God's word. Woke, this wokeness is unforgiven and that is not biblical. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 through 15 says pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Seek peace and forgiveness. Oh, if we ever need to seek peace today. You see, the this, this whole new order of government is believing that they're going to bring peace, a utopian world. There's only going to be a time of peace when the prince of peace comes. And that is what he's calling us to become, peacemakers, to forgive those who have done us wrong. It's time to let go. It's time to forgive. This is what will change. This is what will happen with this racial discrimination with racial tension is we learn to forgive one another. This is what Jesus says. He says, if we don't forgive, neither will my heavenly father forgive you. Wow, those are some powerful words, no? Even Jesus said, love your enemies. Do good to those who spitefully use you. Forgive. Ephesians 4, 31 through 32 says, the word of God is just clear. It gives us principles to live by. So how dare so many, how can dare someone dare say that these biblical principles are not relevant today? That was old. That was back then. We need something new. No, we need the word of God. <laughs> he is the, the God of justice. He is the God of reconciliation. He is the God of truth and peace and mercy. He is the one who will bring life to the culture. Ephesians 4.31 says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, 
even as God in Christ forgave you. See, this is completely opposite understanding. So why are we not doing this? It's because we have been invaded with culture trying to tell us what to do, what to say, what to become. And it's nothing but run by fear, hatred, anger, vengeance, and self and pride. It's all about my way. It's my way or no other way. No, there's only one way. There's only one truth. And there's only one life. And you can only come to the Father by him. And that's by Jesus Christ. This cancel culture needs to be addressed. They use the internet to bully, shame, and keep pursuing it until you feel that you have been avenged. This is evil. Isaiah chapter 5 verses 20 says, Woe to those who call good evil and evil good. We think that by this cause that we're doing good, but it is pure evil. Didn't God say that vengeance is mine? We need to extend grace and mercy like our Lord does. Let's go to the Old Testament. Micah chapter 6 verse 8. Micah chapter 6 verse 8 says, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? To love mercy. Do you love mercy or do you love vengeance? Do you love mercy or are you an avenger? Everyone wants to be an avenger, but we don't want to be, we don't want to show mercy. We don't want to show forgiveness. Oh, Father, bring us back to that place. We need a change. We need to be transformed by what? By the renewing of our mind to wash ourselves in the word of God. This is what the Lord is saying, that this wokeism, this woke culture is contrary to the scriptures. We want to be like Christ, and this woke is not of Christ. This woke cancel culture is not of God. We need a great awakening to the truth. And this is what will change the world. After there is a great call to repentance, we will see a great awakening take place. I'm going to close on this because I think we're going to get into more. I I like doing these programs. I don't want to go over too much because there is so much that we can continue to keep sharing on these programs. But just think about it. Let's wrap it up here. So first of all, Cancel culture wants to replace God as judge, and only he is the God of justice. It keeps account of wrongdoing. And 1 Corinthians 13 verse 3 says that we are to love, that without love, what does it profit us? The cancel culture, the woke movement wants to expose, expand, and explode. It wants to boycott. It wants to shame everybody. It wants to get vengeance. But James chapter 119 says we need to be peacemakers. So first of all, we are to allow God to be the judge. Number two, we are to seek peace. The next thing we are to seek mercy. We are to forgive. These are the things that will cause us to change our ways. And after we need this great awakening to truth, and after this awakening to truth, 
there's going to be a great call to repentance, a great call to reconciliation, a recall to restoration. But first, it's going to come when God's people awaken and return to the Lord. God doesn't want us to be woke. That's a secular view. God wants us to be awakened. Worldly pursuits, worldly theories, philosophies will cloud your mind and put you into a deep stupor. So instead of awakening to God, we are awoke to culture. That is why a generation has been brainwashed through this woke movement. And God is coming to bring an, a great awakening to waken up a generation to the power of God, the signs and wonders, the miracles, the revelation and the truth that will turn a generation back from false ideologies to the truth of his word. There's an awakening coming and it's time for wake up call. This is a wake up call. This is a time for us to turn to the Lord. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him. He is ready to answer if we turn from our idols. Woke culture is idolatry. It is a substitute for those who are looking for an easy way to join the world. And we are becoming enemies of Christ. It's time for us to choose sides, to draw the line in the sand and decide who side are you on. Oh, Father, I thank you right now that you speak truth today, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that your word is going forth on this program, Father, on this show. I ask that you would bring that kind of agape, that fruit of the Spirit, God, that brings mercy and forgiveness, healing, making peace, Lord. Lord, I feel your presence right now. Break the hardness of your people that are listening. There is somebody that is listening that has been blinded to this woke culture, and they need an awakening, Father. Awaken them to your love. Awaken them to your truth. Awaken them to the biblical principles of the kingdom of God. That we can forever change the course of history and turn the world upside down. Then we will see true, true justice. We will see true restoration. We will see true reconciliation. When the God of awakening, when the God of justice and peace comes and sets his order his government, his will, we are forever transformed in his presence. Oh, Father, turn us back to you. Turn us away from cancel culture and turn us back to the truth. Let a great awakening of truth take place. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Revival podcast. We are going to continue again on our next program as we go deeper into understanding woke versus wake up. Is it okay for Christians to be involved in this woke movement? That's what we're going to be discussing. And what does the Bible say about being ready to wake up? We need a wake-up call, and God is sending in our way. That's going to be on our next episode. God bless you. We'll see you again. Bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.